0: Welcome friends to another r slash am I the jerk here video today We've got a lot of hard-hitting questions and our first story of the day is from murky ad 193 Am I the jerk for leaving my family in squalor and going to a resort? So let's begin with this. I make decent money, but I'm in no way rich I like to take my family on vacation and have been stymied for the last couple of years So this summer I decided to do something. I thought was pretty great. I paid for my family to go to Disneyland Not just my wife and kids, but also my father-in-law, mother-in-law, my wife's brother, and his wife and kids. So, 10 people. I also rented a McMansion with a pool and everything. I bought all the groceries and rented a truck so I could ferry the luggage, and in case of emergency, we would have a vehicle. My kids are in their teens, and my nephews are a few years younger. My immediate family did not require any help with the kids, and realistically, neither did my in-laws so we get to the house and the problems start the room i'd picked out for my wife and i is obviously the nicest my father-in-law and mother-in-law chose to stay in the pool house this left five other bedrooms for six people brother-in-law slash sister-in-law my two kids and their two kids simple right not so fast why did i get the best room they hadn't had some nice time alone in years why did my kid pick the room with the ensuite? suite Why did one room have a bigger TV? Why are we having to cook some meals? Why don't we just order every meal? Jeez. I just went to my room and went to sleep. First day, more BS. Why do we have to wait in lines? Why don't we get the tour guide that lets us skip the lines? My wife started joining in. She said she shouldn't be cooking at the house and that it wasn't fair to her and sister-in-law to be stuck with the cleaning. My kids always help. I do too. Brother-in-law sits on his butt though. My in-laws joined the fun at the end of the day. They didn't want to wait for the Uber. Could they take the truck and meet us back at the house? My wife said to let them. I got sick of it. I ordered everyone pizza and then while they were gorging themselves, I called an Uber and went to a hotel that I'm a super shiny member of. I used my points to book a suite for the next six days. I texted my wife and told her I would catch up with everyone in the morning at the park. She's mad that I left her to deal with those ungrateful, greedy people. I'm sitting in the pool enjoying a gin and tonic and riding this because I left the park after I saw the new superhero stuff at the park. Her brother and sister-in-law are now bugging her to give up the nice room since she's alone. Now she's not on their side. Too late. So am I the jerk for leaving them all to sort out all their own stuff after I went out of my way to do something nice and they crapped all over it? considering op paid for all of this stuff absolutely not the jerk everybody here is screamingly entitled honestly i think op going and getting a hotel room and just leaving the situation is more mature than a lot of people a lot of people might just blow up and yell at their own family and cause a whole ordeal do you guys think it would be better to try to talk this out with your family even if it got argumentative Or was it just all around better for OP to just remove themselves from that situation? I'd like to know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Burns, 79 Am I the jerk for telling my mom and her friend that my work trip is not their holiday? I'm female, 43. My mom, 67, Kathy, and her friend, no idea how old but older than dirt, Denise. I'm currently working two hours away from my home office and staying in a three-bedroom apartment paid for by my employer. The apartment is an hour away from my mom's place and somewhere she visits frequently my job is very stressful with long hours so needless to say when i get home i want to chill out my mom asked if she could stay for one night i of course said yes as i love spending time with her but she didn't tell me she was bringing denise who i can't stand they've now stayed three nights they rocked up denise turned on the tv and said she had to watch a tv show she couldn't miss There was a tv in her room but she wanted to watch it in the lounge on the big tv my mom said that i should go watch tv in my room denise has taken over my apartment i can't do what i want to do and feel uncomfortable and can't relax denise is not paying for any meals as my mom invited her on her holiday denise has used my ensuite bathroom and left a mess which i needed to clean tonight my mom said they would come back next week as she wants more time on her holiday her friend agreed. I lost my crap and said this isn't your holiday and you're not welcome back. I told them I didn't want Denise here and she's mooching off of me and my mum. My mom's now upset and calling me ungrateful and rude. I don't think I'm the jerk, but did I go too far? It's literally your place. You have full say over who is and isn't allowed inside. And if it's mentally straining for you to tolerate somebody, you're not the jerk for not wanting them around. It might make your mom upset or sad, but that's something they just have to deal with. Our next story is from the Real Deal 2001. Am I the jerk for keeping my boyfriend from his family gifts? Me and my boyfriend are preparing to buy a house for three hundred thirty thousand. We've put in our offer, gotten the inspection and are just waiting for all the contingencies to be met. We have until next week to pull out of the contract. The house is small but nice. Everything was falling into place until his mom offered him to buy her old 500000 home for only $350,000. It isn't the nicest house but it seemed like a great deal if we fix it up and resell it. But this is where things get complicated, $330,000 is already at the top of our budget. We could only afford it because we got seller help. Since we can't afford $350,000, she wants us to rent the house from her for two years until we can afford it while we fix it up. The main reason we're buying is to avoid losing money from renting. The house has visible deteriorated spots on the pillars and the whole inside needs to be remodeled. Who knows what else is wrong with it? He asked me if I want to buy his mom's house, but I said no because it's too much work. Also we aren't even sure if it's really worth 500000 He obviously really wanted me to consider it, so I told him to get pics from his mom of how the inside currently looks, because I haven't fully seen the inside. As soon as he got the pics, I saw how much work it was and it made me not want it even more. He also told me that once we fix it all up and sell it, his mom wants us to give her 100,000 from whatever money we make to return the favor. After the two years of renting, remodels, and around 100,000, we wouldn't even make that much money in my opinion. I told him I don't want the house still. He was like, okay, fine, then call my mom and tell her that you don't want it. Me and his mom don't have the best relationship and I felt like it isn't my place to call her to tell her that anyways. I never even said that I wanted it in the first place. He then calls his mom to tell her I don't want the house because it's too much work. He keeps trying to get me to say something while he's talking to her to get us to have a conversation but I didn't want to be a part of it. Once I finally give in and talk to her, she starts guilt tripping me saying I'm keeping him from his family gift. After the call, he says if I don't agree, he's going to be upset about this for a long time because he's missing out on a great deal. I honestly feel like there's a possibility of something fishy going on and his mom is just trying to make money off of us fixing the house up. If it's a gift, why do we have to give her 100000 at the end? It wouldn't be the first time we fixed things up for her and didn't get much in return. Anyways, now, I don't know if I'm being a jerk and keeping him from his blessings or if I'm protecting us from years of stress. I personally feel like we would be much happier in our nice house that we already found. Not to mention, he was happy about the house we found until the situation came up. I think OP's not the jerk in the situation and I agree that something sounds very not right here. I don't think this makes economical sense and it's actually really uncomfortable how OP's partner is pushing OP to be the one to break the bad news. I'm wondering if this is a case of just can't say no to mommy or something. I would just say stay away. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from AITA Talk to Mother. Am I the jerk for talking to my boyfriend's estranged mother without his permission? I'm 26-year-old female, a PhD student, and I've been dating Sam, 29-year-old male, for the last three years. Early on into the relationship, he told me that he's no contact with his family. I've asked him why, but he said that it's not something that he wants to discuss. I haven't brought it up since then, and he hasn't dropped any hints as to why. I was at a conference this past weekend where one of the keynote speakers had Sam's rather uncommon last name. I texted him a picture of the flyer and asked, LMAO, is this your long lost aunt or something? He texted me back saying, no, that's my mom. I talked briefly with Sam's mom during the Q&A session that followed her presentation. She was so nice and patient when answering my questions that I started to wonder why Sam was no contact with her. After I came back from the conference, I told Sam that I talked to his mom and that she seemed really nice. He dropped his fork on the floor and completely blew up at me. He accused me of betraying him even though I told him that she had no idea who I was and that I talked to her to ask questions about her research. He also said that him being no contact with his family automatically meant that I was forbidden from talking to them without his permission. I was so scared because I've never seen him get angry or raise his voice at anything. I booked an Uber to a friend's place and told him that I'm staying with said friend until he gives me a genuine apology and an explanation as to why he's no contact with his family. So I was gonna say that OP was not the jerk here until the very last bit. OP says until they give me a genuine apology and an explanation as to why he's no contact. As entitled as OP may feel to that information, they don't owe it to anybody to tell them why they're no contact. Who knows what it could be and if it's something they're not comfortable with talking about, that's not something that you should try to force or pry out of them. And I think it's just especially crappy to make that one of your contingencies. Honestly, for a lot of people like Sam in a situation like this, they might just sever that relationship rather than put up with somebody that's trying to pry some probably very sensitive information out of them. This next story is from Spirited Plantain 485 Am I the jerk for saying that I don't feel sorry for sister-in-law getting divorced while I'm planning my wedding? Sister-in-law and I never truly got along. The reason is that we have different mindsets on some stuff regarding how we live our lives. And while I'm respectful or indifferent about her life choices, she's always trying to impose her beliefs and choices on me and my fiancé, her brother. My fiancé and I, 26-year-old male and 26-year-old female, have been together for seven years and we have a very loving relationship. He proposed six months ago and I started wedding planning three months ago. We have a very loving relationship with great communication and we still go on dates and like to dress up. We join activities and hobbies together and overall our relationship hasn't changed and we haven't stopped loving each other more and more sister-in-law on the other hand has a different mindset she was married and her marriage was the kind of marriage where they brag about how much they hate and can't stand each other she'd also mock me and my fiance's relationship the entire time and call our dates dressing up and our hobbies bs She claimed we do it for attention and don't truly love each other and also said how she can't wait until we end up hating each other too in the future. She and her husband filed for divorce two months ago and I honestly am indifferent about it. I don't feel sad or happy, I just don't care. Yesterday my mother-in-law and father-in-law had joined us for dinner. As I was talking about some wedding stuff, mother-in-law pretty much confronted me and said how can I be so happy and excited to plan a wedding while my sister-in-law is getting divorced. My fiance tried to intervene but mother-in-law told him to shut up because he's a terrible brother who doesn't support his sister through those hard times. She also said I have no empathy for sister-in-law and I only care about my wedding and my little stupid dates. I told her I indeed don't feel sorry that sister-in-law, the person who bragged about hating her husband and being in a loveless marriage is getting divorced. She and her husband had it coming. I also won't feel sorry for a person who mocked my happiness and relationship. Mother-in-law said I'm very insensitive for saying this and she expects an apology to her as well as to my sister-in-law for this. She left after that and only told me and my fiance to call her if we want to apologize and only then. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk here. I'm not gonna lie, I don't think I'm the only one who thinks this, but they're the ones that should apologize. I just want to know what the boyfriend thinks about the whole situation. Our next story is from TA, just AITA. Am I the jerk for demanding and making my husband file a court review to reduce child support for his other child? Me, female, and my husband Tom have a child together, three-year-old male. Tom has another child with his ex-wife, Connor, 13-year-old male. At the time of the divorce, I only met him three years later, Tom had a stable job that paid well. So the judge ruled child support for his son very high, and Tom had no problem paying. He has visits on weekends. After one year of our son, Tom was fired and found a job that paid much less than the previous one. For comparison purposes, the old salary that child support took was 30%, and with the current one, it takes 85%. This created tension between us. I had to start working hard and twice as normal because Tom couldn't help most anything at home, as there was only 15% of his salary left after paying my stepson's child support. Even though I talked to him, he said he didn't want to downsize so as not to harm Connor, and I really tried to be understanding. This reached my limit when I had an accident and I was out of work for three months. I'm self-employed and my salary has decreased by 95%. In those three months, we didn't go hungry because my sister helped. And if he was one day late on paying child support, Tom's ex would call him and charge him, not caring that we were tight. Two months like this, I sat down with Tom and told him that our son had the same quality of life rights as his brother, which was not happening and is harming my health my accident was due to stress. So, it was his decision, but that I would do whatever was necessary for my son to have a good quality, and it was time to realize that it's not possible to maintain this value of child support without interfering in the quality of life of his other son without me having to cover the whole. He tried to argue, but he saw my point of Vira, and after one month of seeing this, the judge asked for a reduction in the value of child support. It was proven that it was far beyond what he could pay without interfering in his life and other kid. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. He fixed it to 30% of his salary. Since Tom has never complained about it, it's pretty clear that I influenced him and his ex is texting me, saying that I'm knowingly lowering my stepson's quality of life and that I should feel ashamed for doing this to a child. This is a pretty mess, and it's left to me like the monster who did this to the child. Am I the jerk? I think OP is not the jerk here, because they're just doing what is reasonable with the current situation. It would be fabulous if this kid could get all the money in the world so they could have the best quality of life. But the fact of the matter is they're not earning enough to support that lifestyle, and unless they are... You gotta do what makes it livable for both sides, even if it does mean sacrificing a few more toys here and there. This next story is from Signal Command 6872. Am I the jerk for telling my ex her depression does not excuse her from neglecting her adult responsibilities and calling her a terrible mother? My ex, 32 year old female, is a wreck of a human being and unfortunately i have two daughters with her that i share 50 50 custody with she has crippling anxiety and depression while i know that they impact her daily life i believe she uses them as an excuse to be lazy as well there are many reasons why i believe this but when we were together i noticed that she would always allow her anxiety and depression to hold her back from doing things she didn't want to do yet when something she wanted to do came around she never had any issues Whether or not her issues are as bad as she claims, co-parenting with her has been a nightmare. It's one thing if she wants to use her conditions as a crutch in her own life, but she constantly uses them to ignore our kids. Both our daughters have expressed to me that they can never talk with their mom about anything serious. If they want to do anything that mom doesn't want to do, depression and anxiety suddenly boil to the surface right before they do it. However, when mom wants to do anything, it has never been an issue. Yesterday, I got a call from my daughters. Their mom was supposed to pick them up from after school clubs, but had not shown up for nearly an hour. It's a 14-mile journey to their mom's house from their school, and the school buses no longer run when the club gets out. Their mom's supposed to pick them up, and she hadn't been picking up her calls and ignored every text. I had to leave work early and take them to my house, where they stayed until my ex finally answered our call at 7 freaking PM. She claimed she was having an incredibly rough day, had not slept the night before, and only got to sleep at noon. The excuse of depression and anxiety came up again, and she said that she knew I would pick them up, so she put her phone on mute and went to bed. I lost it. I told her that her disabilities do not excuse her from being a terrible mother and a lazy piece of crap. I won't get into what I fully said to her after that here, but she was crying by the time I finished. I told her I would also be taking her back to court to contest custody because I will not be allowing something like this to ever happen again. My daughters are still with me right now, and when I asked my ex if she wanted them back for the rest of her week, she simply did not respond. I've already sent over the documents to my lawyer, but when I told my mom the full story, she got incredibly mad at me. She claims that I was way out of line, and that the entire situation was made a hundred times worse by me. I also got an incredibly hostile text from my ex's sister, telling me that my ex completely broke down and has not been able to function since yesterday. Now I'm wondering if I truly went overboard. While I don't want to be insensitive to anybody's struggles or disabilities, I believe in and subscribe to the ideology that, despite whatever you're having difficulties with in your life, if you're a parent, there's no excuse from neglecting your parental responsibilities. And despite everything dropping the ball that hard on somebody else, I think makes them the jerk and makes OP not the jerk. Especially the fact that they just knew OP would go pick them up, so they just totally shut off their phone. Really, really not cool. And I think honestly at a certain point, it gets kind of disgusting the way they weaponize their disabilities. Trying to use it as a, no, no, you can't go against me because I have these issues that blanket over everything. Our next story is from Particular Song 5748 Am I the jerk for leaving an equal inheritance to my stepson as my bio kids? I, 62 year old male, met my current wife, 39 year old female, 4 years ago and we got married 2 years ago. She has a son, 12 year old male, from a previous marriage who lives with us full time. His dad visits occasionally but lives in another country. I also have 2 adult children, 34 year old male and 32 year old female, from my first marriage. I'll admit, I don't have the greatest track record as a father. While my bio kids were growing up, we were kind of distant. As their mother and I were constantly fighting. She was a stay at home mom, while I was running a business to varying degrees of success. However, when they became adults, we, bio kids and I, became much closer. My business also grew a lot, and I'm quite wealthy now, compared to struggling to pay bills when my bio kids were growing up. My relationship with my stepson is quite good. He doesn't call me dad, but seems to view me as a very close uncle. I do my best to be a good father figure to him. If I'm being completely honest, I hope he'll eventually see me as a father figure, especially given that his father's never really around, and constantly disappoints him. So here's the issue. A few weeks ago, while I was going through some things in the basement with my bio son and daughter, the topic of inheritance came up. I mentioned how I planned to include my stepson in my will, and he would get a third of the inheritance. I don't remember exactly how we got to this topic. Well my kids are furious with me now, telling me this was unfair, as they had to grow up with a cold, emotionally and physically distant and unavailable father who struggled to bring food to the table. They mentioned how my stepson gets to live a luxurious childhood with a much kinder and more present and emotionally available and supportive parent than they ever had, while not even being my real son. Then, on top of that, they would lose out on the inheritance they feel they'd earned for working so hard to repair our relationship after all the damage I had done to them. To clarify, that's not something they said. It's something I'm trying to be cognizant of because they absolutely could have walked away, but chose to try and repair our relationship. Still, before my business was successful, and they both had a hand in making the business successful because they were willing to help out. I can understand their point of view, they feel like I'm sliding them for my new family with a much younger wife, and what they claim is a do-over child, which he is not, but I can see why they see it that way. I want to do right by my stepson, but also my bio kids, who did have to put up with a lot more during their childhood than my stepson. Am I the jerk for planning to leave an equal inheritance to him? I'm really struggling with this one because at the end of the day, I really do believe that your inheritance is yours to really pass on as you see fit. But I do genuinely think that the two original kids that have been around a way longer than the four or two years you've really known the other kid. And like they described, OP failed those original two kids over and over I definitely see why they definitely deserve a lot more of the share than one third. Our next story is from Graceful4235, am I the jerk for causing a scene at my mother-in-law's wedding after I found out that my husband was there against my wishes? My husband's mom and I, female 26, don't get along at all. It was at first fine till our disagreements started to get bigger. Our last disagreement was because of her wanting to sell the family house and give her older son more money than my husband mother-in-law told me to stay out of it and that my husband said he was fine with it she ended up putting some distance between us and stopped inviting me to events fine but i told my husband i expect him to stay home with me when i'm uninvited she got married days ago it goes without saying that i was not invited i asked my husband to promise to stay home with me and not go he got defensive and said this was his mom's wedding and there was no reason for him not to attend. I refused to speak to him after a big argument about it, and he eventually said that he'd stay home with me. However, at the day of the wedding he said he was going to hang out with some friends. I was skeptical so I called his friends and they said they didn't see him. I knew where he was. I felt betrayed and I wanted to catch him red handed. So I got dressed and went to his mom's wedding. He was actually there. I was fuming when I saw him. He saw me and started following me as I was turning and making my way out. I yelled at him, calling him a liar and a manipulator. He tried to get me to quiet down since people were staring, but I lost it on him and said that he betrayed the promise he made me and that his word meant crap to me. He got defensive, saying he really wanted to be there for his mom and at the same time couldn't handle me being upset with him and giving him silence, so he hid it from me. I told him to get out of my face and went home. He came back looking pissed, saying I made a scene at his mom's wedding, and humiliated him when I started yelling at him. I refused to argue, but his family came at me calling me horrible and controlling and saying that my husband's a saint for still enduring the crappy behavior of mine. I blocked his sister who was constantly arguing, saying my husband has free will and should be able to decide where to go and be without my consent. This made him get more pissed. We haven't talked since then. I think it absolutely sucks that OP's partner's mom and OP have such a a great disliking for each other. But God forbid, I think you can kind of set that aside and let their son attend their mom's wedding. In an absolutely perfect world, OP is clearly at that wedding. But I think this is one of those situations where OP just needs to swallow their pride and accept it. I think OP is the jerk let alone the fact that OP went and showed up to the wedding just to confirm. This next story is from cultural counter 5605. Am I the jerk for telling my sister that her engagement ring was cheap? I, female 26, have a wife, Katie, female 26. I have a younger sister, Lydia, female 22, who got engaged to her fiance, Seth, male 24, around a month ago. Seth's family is pretty well off. His parents both work in the business sector and can afford a very lavish lifestyle. Although Seth has a decent job, his parents send him money regularly, he proposed to Lydia with a ring that they both constantly brag about. Bragging about how expensive it is, Seth claims the ring's worth about $50,000. Kate is a jeweler and has been one for a long time, so Lydia asked if she could clean and polish the ring as a favor. Katie agreed and then later told me in private that the ring is made of cheap materials and is worth no more than $30. After a long conversation, we decided it would be best if I told Lydia. I talked to Lydia in private and explained to her as gently as possible that Katie had a good look at the ring and that it was definitely not worth the amount of money that Seth said it was. Lydia was shocked. She said Seth must have been scammed by whoever he bought the ring off of. Lydia later talked to Seth. I wasn't there for the conversation, But apparently Seth knew the ring was cheap and was hoping Lydia wouldn't find this out. Lydia ended up calling off the engagement and is currently staying with a friend and not talking to Seth. My parents are furious with me and Katie and are accusing us of sabotaging my sister's relationship and said we should have minded our own business. They said there's unfair pressure on men to spend a lot of money on rings and that we're being selfish. A lot of our extended family also think we're the villains, so I'm wondering if what we did was the right thing. Lydia wanted the ring clean and polished as she had a photoshoot planned. Lydia isn't mad at me or Katie for telling her, she's just very upset that Seth lied to her. I mean, honesty's always the best policy, right? I don't think OP's the jerk. Whether or not some people want to hear it, sure that's debatable, but regardless of how well someone can stomach the news that this ring they thought was super fancy is actually fake, OP was only trying to do a kind service to somebody they cared about by informing them that this ring that they keep flaunting around isn't actually what they think it is. I think in time that they'll come around and be grateful in some way or form when they can stop and think about it and realize that... OP stopped this from going on way too long than it ever should have. It's disappointing and humbling, but I think overall healthy. So I think OP's not the jerk. That said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another Am I the Jerk here story that was absolutely crazy, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.